three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here, and boy, I have been negligent in getting back into that habit of doing this. Just lots of different great things have happened. I think my last podcast was February 7th, and I didn't even give a shout out to my daughter, Olivia, who was having a significant birthday, and all of her sisters, all three of her sisters and one of her sister-in-laws came up to celebrate with us and her family, her birthday. So we had a great four days with our three grandchildren born in 2023, of which one of Olivia's one was born in 2023. So big shout out to Olivia, who lives here uh, where we live. And we're very, very excited to see, uh, be able to see them all the time and worship together on Sunday and often see them and then of course seeing the others but I have been a little lazy I think is the only way to describe it and often when I think about getting up and doing the podcast I talk myself out of it so it's just not good not not good but we are done with that we need to keep moving on I think part of it is just being Joshua all these details how they divided up the land and but they are. I'm trying to find these nuggets in here and and think about how to break this down. So as we get into Joshua 16, we're, so Joshua 15 was all about Judah. So Caleb is from the tribe of Judah, and 14 and 15 were about the, the land that was given to Judah or to Caleb. And that's a large land. It is the southern kingdom if you will so later on israel will be divided into the northern and southern kingdom the southern kingdom will be known as the good kingdom and that'll be judah and i think reuben and simeon are simeon's right in the middle of judah so if you were looking at a map of israel look at the dead sea everything to the left or to the west of the dead sea down to egypt is judah so um so, for instance, the Gaza and all that is all in Judah. Simeon is just right in the middle of all that. It does not touch the sea, the Dead Sea or the Mediterranean Sea. It's just right in the middle. On the on the east bank of the Dead Sea, the northern east bank, that's where the land of Reuben is. So these next few chapters, so that, that was <clears throat> Judah. These next few chapters are going to deal with Joseph's tribe and Joseph's tribe is broken down into two uh his two sons Ephraim and Manasseh so Joseph is the only one whose sons Joseph is one of the 12 sons of Israel but it's his sons that get named all the others are are Joseph's brothers like Simeon and Judah um Ephraim and Naphtali so those are all his brothers but then his land that the tribe of Joseph get gets broken up into many groups, and actually, it's the largest area is going to be given to Manasseh and Ephraim, and actually Manasseh. So, you could argue, and that maybe uh, the land that Caleb gets in Judah is larger, but Manasseh is going to get a huge chunk in Ephraim, and so there's explanations for that here, and then. How do we divide up the rest of the land? The reality of the Canaanites and others who are not uh, removed from the land that become the issue for 
everything else in history with with Israel. So let's just dive in. 16 is a very short chapter. We'll just read it and then and then talk about it. So Joshua chapter 16. The allotment of the people of Joseph went from the Jordan by Jericho, east of the waters of Jericho, into the wilderness, going up from Jericho into the hill country of to Bethel. Then going from Bethel to Luz, it passes along the Ataroth, the territory of the Archites. Then it goes down westward to the territory of the Japhelites, as far as the territory of Lower Beth Horon, then to Gezer, and it ends at the sea. The people of Joseph, Manasseh, and Ephraim received their inheritance. The territory of the people of Ephraim by their clans was as follows. The boundary of their inheritance on the east was the Ataroth Adar, as far as Upper Beth Horon, and the boundary goes from there to the sea. On the north is Mechamethon, Mechamethon, then on the east, the boundary turns around toward Tanith Shiloh and passes along beyond it on the east to the Janoa. Then it goes from the Genoa to Atroth and to Naroth and touches Jericho ending at the Jordan. From Tapua, the boundary goes westward to the brook Kana and ends at the sea. Such is the inheritance of the tribe of the people of Ephraim by their clans. Together with the towns that were set apart for the people of Ephraim within the inheritance of, um, of the Manassites, all those towns with their villages. However, they did not drive out the Canaanites who lived in in Gezer, Gezer to so the Canaanites have lived in the midst of the Ephraim to this day, but have been made to do forced labor. And that's the end of chapter sixteen. So I'll start there with the end that the Canaanites are still there, their cause to do forced labor. That's when the when Israel became strong enough and they could do that, it was forced the labor. So they, they had to have the, the strength. They had to overpower them to do that because the Canaanites didn't want to leave. So it was like leave or be our slaves. So when the, and so that, and that's very common in all cultures leading up through this and beyond that if you wanted to stay in an area where you weren't necessarily wanted, or where you had the strength to fight for your own rights, then you were, then you became slaves. And it's the same thing with indebtedness. If you became indebted to somebody, you became your slave. <clears throat> that's just how the law worked. And so that's what's going on with Ephraim and Manasseh. And it's going to go on in chapter 17, um, well, with the allotment made to the people of Manasseh. And so to give you an idea, if you were to look at a map today and you see Jerusalem, Jerusalem's just to at the top of the Dead Sea and a little bit to the west. It's basically in the mountains overlooking the Dead Sea. <clears throat> so that's Jerusalem at the tip there. And then you go follow the, the river, the Jordan River, all the way up to the Sea of Galilee. Basically, north of Jerusalem, Jerusalem is... Um, really in an area shared by Judah and Benjamin. Really, it's in 
the territory by Benjamin, but it's going to be end up being shared with Judah. Um, and Benjamin and Dan have very get very little land. They're smaller tribes. So just north north of Jerusalem is the territory of Benjamin and Dan, and then Ephraim, and then north of that is Manasseh, and that takes you almost to the Sea of Galilee before you have other tribes that get the land. But then you have to cross the Jordan River, cross a little bit of Gad's land, which will be divided out later, and you come up to what's the northern forest of Israel, and that's what becomes another part of the of Manasseh's tribe. So Manasseh's land is actually divided, and it's divided not only by the Jordan and the Sea of Galilee, but by the tribe of Gad. The tribe of Gad has some area. And then they gave very specific cities. And so all these cities are mark are markers that you can look on a map. <clears throat> so they're just the markers for this. So the cities were significant. Cities had towns around them. And there were people in there, in these cities, and represented uh, towns around them. And so there's a lot more going on in all of this than just Jericho and the walls coming down and the, and the initial invasion in the southern part of the kingdom was significant to lay the groundwork that the Israelites were a powerful nation coming in and they were going to take the land. And so the Canaanites and others are going to stick around and be around and be a thorn in the side of the Israelites forever, it seems like. And so... That's just that's just the reality. But God is dividing it up. He's using the leadership of Joshua and Caleb. But Caleb's pretty much taken his land and said, "Okay, thank you very much. We'll be down here in the south, and we're pretty well protected. But we're also the cushion between you guys and all of Egypt, which was is significant." But so he's letting Joshua lead because Joshua is the rightful leader. And then one of the interesting things we're going to see. Here, as we go through 17 and 18, is they're going to set up the tent of meeting in Shiloh, which is somewhat in the middle of Ephraim's territory in Shiloh. And then there's going to be a time of of gathering and worship that's going to be in Shechem, which is right on the border, basically. It's in Manasseh, but it's right on the border of Ephraim and Manasseh. So Ephraim and Manasseh, these two tribes, their territory area is very, very significant. And until Jerusalem is established as the capital, if you will, you have these two cities are very, very significant for for now. So a lot of different details that are easy to overlook. Matter of fact, they're pretty boring. All these city names that we're not used to saying, are, well, they're hard, even, even some of the tribes. But a lot of the rest of Joshua is just how the land is divided up. And then there's these little Things about how they didn't get everybody out. Uh, they didn't get the Canaanites out. So we see that in at the end of chapter 15. We see that there in 16. We're going to see it in 17 and so on and so forth. And then in chapter 20, we're going to dive into the cities of refuge and other things was allotted to the Levites and all that. So we'll get into that. But I'm probably going to glaze over 17, 18, and 19. Um just to kind of mention the, the final six or seven tribes getting their areas. 
and then we'll dive into the cities of refuge. So that's how we'll, we'll do the rest of the week. All right. God bless you guys. And remember to be in God's word. I've been in God's word. I've been reading. I've been outside of Joshua reading other things and <clears throat> rereading different things. So if you're need somebody to hold you accountable, I need somebody to hold me accountable. Let's, let's try to be in God's word and feed our souls, right? Feed our souls, renew our minds as Romans 12 tells us to renew our minds by the reading of God's word. And, and that we need that, right? We need it. And that's why we do this. And then also I've read through the Bible so many times and I'm still gaining great things from reading God's word. So God bless you guys. We'll talk to you soon.